Hey there, it's Jason. Welcome to the Jason Wright Show, where the mission is very simple. It is to improve always in all ways. Look, I am on a mission to create the absolute best version of myself. And through the Jason Wright Show, I let you know everything I'm doing to make that happen. I interview incredible, remarkable, brilliant individuals from all different walks of life. And I also try to bring you tools, tactics, and protocols that will help you in your own personal mission to improve always in always. Now, let's get started. Well, hello everyone, it's Jason Wright, and welcome to the Jason Wright Show, where the mission is to improve always in all ways. I have a very important announcement. So you came, you tuned in on a very good episode, because this is big time, baby. I am about to make a declaration. All right, you ready for this? I hereby declare myself, Jason Wright, the improve always and always guy. I hereby declare myself the most positive dude on the interwebs. That's right. Thank you. Yes, I know. It's it's a big deal. It's a big declaration to make, and it probably holds about as much weight as Michael Scott's declaration of bankruptcy. But nevertheless, I have decided today to declare myself the most positive guy on the internet. So you might ask yourself, Jason, First of all, why? Of all the things that you could be known for, and how are you going to reinforce that, and how are you going to measure that? What what does that even mean? Well, glad you tuned in today, because I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you my strategy. I'm going to tell you my plan of attack, how I am going to secure the mantle, the title of most positive dude on the interwebs. Well, first of all, I'm going to make this a part of my identity. So here's the thing. I already kind of have an identity, I think, as a pretty positive guy. And secondly, I'm doing it to combat something that is swirling around in the waters that we all live in these days, we all swim in, that is America, most of us over here that that are listening, most of you listen to the show, you're, you're in the U.S., and it's just such an easy place to get negative. And I had started doing this simple practice where I would decide whenever I started finding myself getting something negative swimming around in my head, I would just go, wait a minute, I'm positive. That's what I would do. I'd just stop and go, stop, I'm positive. And so it was like the negative thought that was trying to set up camp in my head it wasn't welcome there. And I would have to remind myself, hey, wait, whoa, you're, you're positive. Why are you entertaining these thoughts? So here's the first point of today's show. One, many of our thoughts, good, bad, positive, negative, sad, cheerful, they grow. The way we water them, the way we give them life is by enter- entertaining them. We let them stick around. You see, my head and your head is like your living room. And we have every right to kick any thought out that we would like. Now, here's how you do that tactically, because I can hear some of you right now. You're saying, yeah, Jason, that's really easy for you to say. You don't know what I have 
on my mind. You don't know my fears. You don't understand what I'm going through. You don't really understand. It's not just so easy to say, don't think about that. I agree. You have to be willing to invite better guests in to your head. So let's say that you have this negative thought. The best way to combat it is to invite the bouncer that is positively positivity to come in and kick the negative out. One of the single greatest ways to do this is by expressing some gratitude. Think of something really quick that you're thankful for. You're alive, you got breath in your lungs, you can walk, you got fingers, you got toes. Whatever it is, just immediately think of something positive, something you're thankful for. Now, as the most positive guy on the interwebs, here's what I'm attaching it to. So I am a big, big believer in identity-based habits. They are something that I think can have a profound impact on our lives. And in fact, I got to tell you, I think that one of the reasons why I love doing my podcast is because it reinforces my identity, the improve always and always lifestyle. I always talk about that. If I showed up, and if you watch one of my YouTubes or I was talking about something and I was just dropping F-bombs, I was um, you know, doing shots during the show, or you saw me out and I was you know, just doing something that was in complete contrast to the identity that I have assumed as being Jason Wright, author of the Vitruvian Letter, the, the Stone Chiseler, the Improve Always and Always guy, the Jason Wright Show, then... If those two were, if they didn't match up, then my identity would be completely false, right? It wouldn't make sense. But because I want to be genuine and because I want to be truthful and I want your trust, then I reinforce this identity of health and wellness and, and knowledge and, and whatever else I may come on here and talk about. I reinforce it through my behavior. That is one of the best ways we can support our identity is to have habits that support the person that we say we are and that we want to be. It also works out well for me for this reason. Now, this is something I've just kind of come up with, and I would love to hear from some of you who are um, in the clinical psychology space or behavioral sciences to, to tell me if I'm on to something here. So I'm a guy that struggled with a fixed mindset for years and years and years. I believed that you were either born smart or you were not. You were either born an athlete or you were not. You were funny or you're not. Uh, and as a result of someone with a fixed mindset, I was obsessed with performance. I was the guy that as long as I looked good, and then that was enough. I, never mind that I sucked at it and I wasn't good. I thought, well, I probably cannot get good at a thing, let's say, um, like skiing. Great example, snow skiing. I knew I wasn't a good snow skier. I didn't think I could become a good snow skier. So what I would do is I would try to make sure I looked good snow skiing or I wouldn't even do it at all. I wouldn't challenge myself because I might embarrass myself. You know, people might see just how bad I really suck. And so I had these limiting beliefs of a fixed mindset because I'm a performer. I want to look good doing the thing. And so that being one of my ailments, for lack of a better term, ailments, setbacks, uh, I don't know, deficiencies. I like, it, I like that. One of my personal deficiencies, I, I think that with identity-based habits, they work really strongly with me because as long as I can perform 
to the identity that is healthy and that I want, then it really fits well with my fixed mindset that I've tried to overcome and my obsession with basically at least walking the walk you know, I, I, in, in trying to appear to be this thing that I want to be. The difference is now I believe that I am this person, and if I want to be this person and I'm not there yet, I believe there's habits and tools and tactics that I can deploy that can get me closer to being that person that I want to be. So I just think it it works well with me in that I've kind of been a performance-based person my whole life. So now that I've decided that I want to assume this identity as the most positive guy on the internet, I want you to look at my Twitter feed and and come to it and you know you just know you're safe there's not going to be any negativity i'm not going to be going after people i'm not going to be doing any of that anything i post is going to be something that hopefully will make you smile laugh find joy and in fact you know it's not about being motivational i don't want to be the most motivational guy on the internet there's plenty of people like that i you know when you've got a podcast I just came from a conference, uh, a Dave Ramsey influencer conference that I got invited to, which was such an honor. I mean, I was around all of these incredibly talented people and accomplished people. I mean, we're talking about people that have millions of followers, are doing great things. And I, I, I realized that most of them, they had followed the advice of niching down, you know, find your niche, niche and really get into that and be that thing. And that's what works. And there's still probably for some of them, there's this temptation whenever you start to create content that you're like, all right, what's going to get me the most attention? And and some reasons, some people just want the attention. But for me, it's like, how can I get eyeballs and ears to come towards me? Because I truly love to teach. I love to express and, and share the things that have made me happy, joyful, healthy with others. But if I'm just talking to an echo chamber, then I'm not getting that message out. So you're constantly looking for innovative ways to, um, to get that message out. And I think the, the, one of the biggest ways to get people to come to you and listen is to let them know who you are. Make it simple. Make it simple to figure out what's this guy about? Who is he? Why would I listen to him? Andrew Huberman, neuroscience. Ben Greenfield, biohacker. Peter Atia, longevity. Joe Rogan. I don't know what, how would you categorize Joe Rogan? Just really good interviewer, maybe, and open minded. I think that would be his, he's open minded. He listens to the left, he listens to the right. So, Joe Rogan, open minded. James Altucher, polymath. Uh, true crime podcast, they're, they're about true crime. And one of the things that I decided I wanted to do with this podcast, and it's tempting to go into the current event space, right? Just do you get, I mean, there are people out there that have to be making really good money just commenting on other people's videos, especially the political ones and going against the, the red pill uh, crowd that uh, is talking about uh, the man space or is that what it's called the man space, but uh, red pill and uh, masculinity and all that stuff. And I'm not saying any of those people are doing anything wrong, but generally there's going to be some controversy involved. A lot of people watch those podcasts because they agree and they like to listen to the podcaster kind of uh, rip the, the opposing views uh, and, but I'm going to outsource that I can, I can, and that's a thing too. I can be a consumer, 
not a creator, which is the opposite of what a lot of people tell you to be. Like, and I, I do, I've said it before. Everyone should at some point decide to be a creator as opposed to a consumer. Instead of just consuming stuff, go create. But when it comes to podcasting and content creation and trying to figure out where you want to go in the space, to me, it, it's a matter of just letting some things be for consumption, such as the political stuff. I don't want to be Ben Shapiro. I don't want to be um, someone on Pod Save America on the left, uh, the Young Turks. I don't want to be in that space. I'll just consume that. But when it comes to creation, then you got to think, okay, what is the identity that you want to assume? Or it's always, it better be you. You better be real. Because if it's not, then it's going to be exhausting. So I thought to myself, like, what do I want people to think of me as? What do I want that identity to be on me? And I thought, well, I'm a, I want positivity. I want people to come listen to this show and feel better when they have listened to it than they felt before they turned it on. And in fact, instead of you, like I said earlier, I'm not just trying to motivate you and get you all rah-rahed up. Instead, what I hope that you do is you tune into the Jason Wright Show or you check out my YouTube channel or you read the Vitruvian letter and you read it and you just go, <sighs> you just feel a sense of reprieve to just know that not everything sucks in the world, that there's some stuff to be happy about. And nothing would thrill me more than if you tuned in and you're really struggling I mean, you just had something really hit you that something just kicked you in the gut and you just, you're like, I want to see what Jason has to say. Maybe he'll throw out something pretty funny or whatever, but either way you come and you just know, you know that you don't have to worry about beating, getting beat over the head with something that you already know is there, but my job is to stimulate your amygdala and get you all wound up and then throw you out into the world a little angrier than you were when you showed up. Uh, or, com- or, or you come here and you get your, you're pissed off that you already brought with you confirmed. You have, or you're pissed. You were pissed when you showed up and I send you off just a little more pissed. Now I'm, I want people to come here and say, you know what? That guy, I don't know what he's got going on, but he, he's, he makes me feel better. And he always seems to be happy. And I won't always be happy. And that's the thing. That's I'm not always going to be the most positive. But if I can develop that identity as the most positive guy on the internet, the most positive guy you're ever going to come across in a social media feed, then my hope is you'll keep coming back. And here's the thing. Here's the, here's the cool little secret. If you want to challenge me, if you think you are more positive than me, or if you think somebody else is more positive than me, if you think someone else deserves the mantle, bring it on, baby. I'm ready to take that fight. I am ready to take that fight because guess what? If the two of us are trying to out-positive one another, then I think the world's a better place. I really do. So with that in mind, I want to read to you a little bit about identity-based habits from the multi multi-million selling copy of Atomic Habits by James Clear. This is what James Clear has to say about identity-based habits. The two-step process to changing your identity. Your identity emerges out of your habits. 
I want to pause right there real quick. So what are my habits going to be to enforce or reinforce my identity as the most popular, most popular? Wow. Is that a Freudian slip? Am I, am I deep down? Am I wanting to be the most popular guy on the interwebs and think that by being the most positive guy, I'll be the most popular? Nah, not me. But here's what I want to tell you. What are my habits going to be? One, every single time I post something, Instagram, the Twitters, the YouTubes, this show, I will ask myself, is this going to make people feel a sense of positivity or negativity, hopelessness? What's this going to, what, what am I putting out into the world? Okay. So that's going to be my, that's going to be a habit. So just the checkup, the check before it goes. Check in before it checks out. It's going to have to meet that criteria. I'm going to ask myself, positive or negative before I hit send? You're not born with present beliefs. Excuse me, preset beliefs. Every belief, including those about yourself, is learned and conditioned through experience. More precisely, your habits are how you embody your identity. When you make your bed each day, you embody the identity of an organized person. When you write each day, you embody the identity of a creative person. When you train each day, you embody the identity of an athletic person. The more you repeat a behavior, the more you reinforce the identity associated with that behavior. So the more I can come on this show, my Instagram, my social media, the things I write, the more that I can reinforce my identity with actions, words, verbal and nonverbal that are indicative of this identity that I believe I am, that I embody, it's going to only strengthen it. In fact, the word identity was originally derived from the Latin word essententas. I think I said that right. Which means being, an uh, an identitum, Hmm. which means repeatedly. Your identity is literally repeated beingness. Whatever your identity is now, you only believe it because you have proof of it. If you go to church every Sunday for 20 years, you have evidence that you are religious. Okay, so one of the things that I got to tell you that has really kind of whenever I was thinking about this, it reinforced that, you know, I think I'm onto something is, so I, 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 I have this identity that I want to assume as someone who's really healthy, who really cares about his mental health, his physical health, his spiritual health. That's the improve always and always. But a really big component of that, which you've heard me talk about quite a bit on the show, is the fact that I do not drink alcohol. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I, I, it, it and so there's no scruples. It's not judgment. It has nothing to do with you. It's all me. I just think that to reinforce this identity of being a really healthy person, alcohol does not fit into that. So I no longer drink alcohol. And and here's the thing, assuming that identity really made it that much easier to actually maintain uh, my teetotaler status. I mean, that's because it's like, I have I've now ingrained it in my brain that if I were to pick up uh, like scotch on the rocks, that was kind of my drink of choice. So I were to pick up a, string, a, a glass of scotch on the rocks and be like, wait, this doesn't match with my identity. This isn't who I am. So it makes it easier to put the drink away. 
if you study biology for an hour every night, you have evidence that you are studious. If you go to the gym, even when it's snowing, you're evident, it's, uh, you have evidence that you are committed to fitness. The more evidence you have for a belief, the more strongly you will believe it. And that's what I want to use my content creation for, for myself and for you. I want it to be evidence that I, in fact, am the most positive guy on the interwebs. For most of my early life, James Clear speaking here, I didn't consider myself a writer. If you were to ask me, uh, ask any of my high school teachers or college professors, they would tell you I was an average writer at best, certainly not a standout. When I began my writing career, I published a new article every Monday and Thursday for the first few years. As the evidence grew, so did my identity as a writer. I didn't start out as a writer. I became one through my habits. So I think I already am the most positive guy on the interwebs, but the thing is I have to reinforce that over and over and over so that you will believe it and so that you and I together will both claim that I am, in fact, the most positive guy on the interwebs. Of course, your habits are not only the actions that influence your identity, but by virtue of their frequency, they are usually the most important ones. Each experience in life modifies your self-image, but it's unlikely you would consider yourself a soccer player because you kicked the ball once or an artist because you scribbled a picture. As you repeat these actions, however, the evidence accumulates and your self-image begins to change. The effect of one-off experiences tends to fade away while the effect of habits gets reinforced with time which means your habits contribute most of the evidence that shapes your identity. In this way, the process of building habits is actually the process of becoming yourself. So this is the cool thing about it. I cannot be the most positive guy on the interwebs without actually performing habits that reinforce that identity. Being kind, being loving, giving a positive, encouraging response, no matter how ugly the incoming missile might be toward me all right it's 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 actually acting out those habits in a repeated fashion enough times to where it becomes easier to be positive than negative so larry bird one of my favorite stories he was filming a commercial for a uh, i don't know what it was for maybe it's fast food taco bell or something i don't remember it doesn't matter but larry bird was actually going to have to miss a basket in the commercial and um it was harder i think it took him like I'm, i know i'm just pulling this out of my rear but this sounds right it was i don't remember the number but i think it took him something like 15 shots before he could miss a shot now think about that it was easier for Larry. Now, we're not talking about just, we're not talking about, and along came Polly, uh, Thomas Seymour Hoffman with, or Philip Seymour Hoffman with his, let it, let it rain, you know, just, just slamming it up against the backboard. I think there's an, also a, sorry, not loud skit where Chris Farley is like just, you know, he's ch- taking it to the hoop, just throws it up against the backboard. By the way, God, Philip Seymour Hoffman was so awesome. And in along came Polly, that was one of his best roles. So awesome. But I digress. No, Larry Bird was actually having to look like he was shooting the shot that he was supposed to make. And it was easier for him to make the shots than miss. Why? Well, it's because he had a habit of making 
more shots than not. He had conditioned himself repeatedly, reinforcing himself as and then you know his identity of Larry Legend. It came as a result of the habits that he that he embodied. And so, what do you? What, what is the identity that you want to assume? How do you want to? Most importantly, look. It's not about how others, how you want others to see you. I do think that's important. I do think it's important to to stop to consider how you want your family to to remember you and all that stuff. So, but that's a conversation for a different day. The most important thing is how do you want to see yourself? Who are you? Like James Clear, are you someone who writes every once in a while? Or are you a writer? You do the action that backs up the identity of a writer. What things are you doing right now habitually that? You don't really want that identity. Overeater, hot-tempered, poor steward of resources. What is it? Because your habits are reinforcing that identity. So what is another habit that you would, or another identity you would rather assume, and what are the habits that you could engage to reinforce that identity? Healthy. What habits? Walk every day. Eat less good with money. I want to have the identity that I am really good with money. What does that look like? You don't, you don't participate in impulse buys. You, you live off 80%, give 10% to charity, put 10% in savings. You max out your 401k. What are, what are some habits that reinforce this identity that, that you want to assume? And most of them, it, it should come like for me, I mean, most of this, that, that, a lot of that had to do with habit breaking, but most of you are wanting to, you're, you're, you're becoming. We're always in a constant stage of becoming, not just doing, but becoming. That's what, it, that's what James Clear just said. It's being. It's repeatedly being. What are you repeatedly being? And if you're not that thing, what could you start to do repeatedly to be the person you want to be? For me, it's like I want to repeatedly be positive and uplifting. That's something I want to do. And so I challenge you to join me in this. Go go pick something. You know, I once told a, a buddy of mine that um, he, he wanted to get really healthy. He was struggling with some uh, some issues with his weight and that sort of thing. And I, he was talking about me and, uh, and another guy that he worked with. And he said, like, he kept referring to, you know, you guys that are healthy, you guys, you guys. I said, wait, stop. What are you talking about? us you too you're doing these things too that's what that's your identity now you are a healthy person because you're repeating healthy things the old you that would overeat eat on a whim eat out of habit eat for comfort move it away from that 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 identity we're putting out the pasture there's a new identity it's a healthy identity and you are i know you are because i'm coaching you through them you are actually doing the things repeatedly that are going to reinforce that identity. That's who you are. So that's stop saying us as though we're different than you it may look different on the out, outside, but give it time. And people will look at you and go, I identify that person as a healthy person based on the way they look, the way they talk, the way they eat, the way they handle food. So as the most positive person on the interwebs, let me tell you this, I am positive that if you decide to adopt an identity that you think reflects who you really want to become and you match that 
with habits and actions, daily activities, a sense of being repeatedly that reinforces that identity, then that too shall come to pass. You will be that person. But you got to make it, you got to, you got to decide. You got to make that declaration like Michael Scott declaring bankruptcy, like Jason Wright declaring himself the most positive dude on the interwebs. So from now on, whenever you listen to the Jason Wright show, somebody says, hey, Who'd you listen to? What podcast do you listen to? Well, I listen to the most positive guy on the interwebs. Really? Who's that? Jason Wright. No kidding. Yeah. Then, then you're going to share that because you're an awesome individual and you want to keep me spreading this positivity from now to the duration. So you're going to share it. And you say, listen to this guy. Listen to this knucklehead. He has, he has declared himself not king, not great. He's not greatest athlete, not toughest guy in the world. None of that. Not. This guy, he thinks he is the most positive guy on the internet. Wow. That's weird. Check him out. It, I, I, think, I think he might be. If you look at his social media, if you just, if you, I met him the other day, dude's positive. Unbelievably positive. Crazy. I don't know how you manage, I don't know how you measure positive, but. If there was a positive meter, I got to say, this guy would be at a level 11. All right. Hey, whether it's your positivity, whether it's your health, your love, your relationships, your stewardship of your resources, I don't care what it is. What I want you to do is to endeavor to improve always in always. I'm Jason, the most positive dude on the interwebs. And I am out. Thanks for listening. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the show. It means more to me than you can possibly imagine. And if you enjoyed it, please consider going out to Apple and leaving us a five-star rating. That would mean the world to me. Also, follow me on Insta at Jason right now. And don't forget... Download the Vitruvian Lab app. I mean it. I want to be your personal peak performance trainer. I want to help you improve always and always. Lastly, check out my newsletter, the Vitruvian Letter. You can subscribe at jasonrightnow.com. And until we meet again, please continue to endeavor to improve always in always. I'm out.